from the headquarters of the Jameson Media Complex. Broadcasting from the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios, it's the Green Industry Podcast, where Paul and his guests discuss lawn and landscape business best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, fam? Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. I am your host, Paul Jamison. And on today's episode, we are going to chat with a 19-year-old from the state of Georgia, Tyler, who is going to share with us his lawn care journey. As uh, last year during baseball season, when uh, COVID came out and uh, they shut down his baseball season, he decided to cut that grass and make that cash. And his business has been growing and growing and growing. And uh, he's still living at home with his parents, so he's stacking away that money, reinvesting it back into his business, and uh, just has a fresh perspective to share with us today. And so I always love chatting with guys that are in that beginning preliminary stage of their business because it's always inspiring and uh, definitely uh, gives us a little rejuvenation. Those of us who've been at it for a while uh, as a small business owner, sometimes you can just get in that routine, the mundaneness. And uh, when you know some guy just starting their business and they're full of fresh passion and fire, uh, it definitely can be contagious in a healthy way. And so uh, I definitely think Tyler will be an inspiration to you as we chat today. Thank you to our show sponsor, Megan and Joey Coberly from Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. You guys know that's who I personally use for my bookkeeping services, and uh, they do a really good job, not just keeping everything organized with the books, but also offering some insight into the story of what the numbers of your business is telling and how your business can be more profitable and better. And so I really appreciate Megan and Joey, all they do for me, and uh, they definitely can be a blessing to you. Uh, That's Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. Well, without further, what's that, Mr. Producer? Tell them about GIE. Okay. The GIE Expo is on officially. Uh, GIE released that information that everything is a go for the 2022, pardon me, 2021 (laughs) trade show. You guys should see our calendar, man. We have so much planned uh, for the future, Uh, not just 2021, but already planning events for 2022. So uh, it's, it's a, going to be good. And uh, this year, the 2021 trade show is October 20th through 22nd in Louisville, Kentucky. And you can register and save 50% off, of course, with the promo code Paul. And uh, that link will be in. Is that going to be in today's show notes, Marty? Possibly. Okay. (laughs) Well, it's also on the website at greenindustrypodcast.com slash GIE. Don't want to ask too much out of you, Mr. Producer, on a Monday morning, but uh, you guys can always go to greenindustrypodcast.com slash GIE and then uh, use promo code Paul. Save yourself 50% off the registration. Hey, without further ado, here's my chat with Tyler from the great state of Georgia. What's up, Tyler? Welcome to the show. How's it going, Paul? Thanks for having me out today. Yeah, it's cool to uh, have another Georgia lawn bro on the phone, and uh, your business really has been growing, and so we want to let you kind of share your lawn care journey uh, with our friends today. So tell us the story. Definitely. Um, I mean, I don't even know really where to start. Uh, (laughs) I've been cutting yards since I was 10. I'm 19 now, and... I'm up to, I want to say, just over 45 yards. I've added some more over the past week. So I think it's about 47, 48 yards now. And 
pretty much restarted when the whole COVID thing sent me home from playing college baseball last year. So yeah, definitely, definitely this year being my first full year, uh, full time, it is big adjustment, but I'm loving it. Um, it's, it's giving, throwing me some curveballs in there. So, but I'm loving it. It's been more work that I can handle by myself. So. Yeah. No, no pun intended there from the college baseball. <laughs> yeah, player. exactly. Exactly. Who taught but you that I bat think, flip? I was looking at your Instagram. You had that oh little bat God. flip. I was like, what this uh, guy's doing the bat flip? Was, uh, I just, I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, I throw a little shout out to Keith Kalfas. I watched some of his videos as well. I mean, I'm one of those people like him. I could sit here and talk for days and have a bunch of energy. And I'm always getting told by a bunch of people to be quiet and just, Mind my own, but that's just kind of how I am. I mean, I played the game of baseball with a lot of energy and definitely had to be toned back a few times. But yeah, was what that what was that a home run you hit where you flipped the bat, or was it a where'd you yeah, hit it that, to? That was um, that was South South High School, just right down the road. Right, um, we were that was the so high school you play seven innings where I'm from, so that was the seventh inning. Uh, bottom of the seventh, and I hit a home run, and we were down by one at that point, or down by two when I hit it, so down by one after. And then the one that still haunts me, I had a bat flip just like that one. Uh, didn't make my Instagram post because I had a kid rob it. Um, uh. But, yeah, I, I get I got a lot of hate from that one from my girlfriend and my dad and a bunch of my good friends and everything. They're constantly reminding me of that one. Yeah. Well, tell us uh, about the lawn care business now. We're in the middle of the spring rush here in Georgia. The grass is just coming out of dormancy, greening up, growing like crazy. I don't know about you, but my phone's ringing off the hook. I actually used to work in the Duluth area. And so Uh somehow over a decade there, all these people got my phone number. So my phone's just blowing up like crazy. Like, hey, come do this, come do that. And I'm like, I'm incoming now. I'm not coming. <laughs> so I got, yeah. I'm focused on this area now, uh, kind of up where you are. I'm assuming you're in, in, okay. the, in the coming area still. Mostly in the coming and Alpharetta area. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, do branch out a little further than I should. Um, but mostly coming Alpharetta. And I mean, I got, like I said, I got about 45 yards now. And it's pretty much my for the days I'm all in the same area though. I never really travel from one area to the other. Like if I crank up the truck in the morning, yeah, I might drive fifteen minutes, but then after I cut that first yard I'm within a five minute circle. So I'm mm-hmm. not really killing myself day to day, but it's more just driving home and driving back. But I mean, I don't know how it is from people in the other areas and everything. 15 minutes in here in Atlanta, and I've heard you mention it multiple times, it's killer. You might go two, three miles, and it might take 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah, so, and I, because I, I used to have a route, I had one day I did Lawrenceville, and for those of you who don't maybe know the metro Atlanta area, uh, there's millions yeah. of people here. It's, it's one of the biggest cities in America, but I used to be in uh, Lawrenceville one day a week, then I was out in Johns Creek a whole nother day. We had a whole Johns Creek route, and then we had a Duluth route, and then we had Sugarloaf Country Club, which is in Duluth, okay. and so I was just like one day here, one day there, and finally, I you know, I kind of said enough's enough, and so we picked five, six neighborhoods up here and coming. And it's like, if you don't live in these neighborhoods, I don't care 
how much money you throw at me, what you you try to do. It, it's, I literally have, you know, NFL, you know, guys making eight, $9 million a year call me. And I'm like, I ain't coming. <laughs> You're out of my area, bro. And yeah. uh, come on, Paul, man. You know, and uh, it's just I, I, the traffic to me, it's so frustrating to drive and just sit. I, I'd rather be moving. Uh, it, it kills me. And it, that's part of the thing that's been, I mean, like you said, with the spring rush, I mean, thankfully, I'm finally starting to get to mostly cutting now. Uh, but when it was, you'd have pine straw job, mulch job. Oh, well, same, in the same exact day, you might be cutting five, six, seven, eight yards or whatever in a day and running solo at least three days out of the week, if not the whole week, it was killing me. I mean, because you can't fill up a trailer with 100 to 200 bales of pine straw and do that. And with all, all the local places around here, you might have one place out of 10 places that I use or something to get pine straw that might actually have pine straw by the end of the day. So that's an adjustment. But thankfully, I'm just going to say now it, it's going to 90% just cutting now. I mean, we still have a few stragglers calling here and there, getting their stuff done a little late, but... I, I told most of my customers from last year, I mean, I had, I think I had just over 30, like 30, 31 yards from last year. Um, and then I picked up about 15 new customers um, for the weekly maintenance. But it's, goodness, beginning of April, end of March, it was nothing but phone ringing. And it came to a point I was like, I'm sorry, but like, I really can't, I can't come out today. I don't, I have too many other customers that I'm going out to see. Like it might be a week or two. And it was first time I've ever had it experience with landscape jobs. I'd have to tell people like, Hey, I'm, I'm two weeks booked out. Like, I, I'm sorry, but if you want me to put you on your, my schedule and everything, I can come out and take a look later in the week. And it came down to like, this is the first year I've ever not been upset about losing a job. And I always hear you saying like, know your numbers, charge your rates. And it's literally, if, if you don't do that, like you, I'm not upset anymore if I tell somebody like, Hey, this is what I charge. And they're like, Oh, well, blah, blah, blah. told me they could do it for almost half that. And I'm like, well, I don't understand how that person could do that because when you're paying up to four to four fifty a bale in this area in pine straw sometimes, and you got guys charging five a bale, <laughs> four seventy five a bale. <laughs> like I'm sitting there going, that's not even worth my time. Like that's, driving a truck and hauling 100 200 bales like i'm only getting eight to ten a gallon in that truck when i haul that haul 100 200 bales on a trailer it's like it's you're barely paying for my gas so i don't understand how people do that and it just it kills me but it's one of those things that's like you got enough jobs and everything coming in like you can't sit there and worry about the one maybe two jobs you lose because the person wanted to be cheap and not pay for it i mean I, i'm not going to say they're being cheap because they might not have the financial backing to pay for it honestly but it's one of the things and it might be the case you don't need to you don't need to hire someone out there to go put out 200 bales of pine straw and 10 yards of mulch out in your property a day yeah, exactly. Well, hey, we're going to kick it over Mr. Producer. We're going to hear from today's show sponsors. And coming up, I want to hear what equipment you're rocking with and uh, what's kind of your daily routine to uh, bang out these 45 yards a week. We'll be right back more with Tyler from my backyard here in North Georgia. 
the only app every landscaper needs. Company Cam makes it dead simple to communicate, document, and problem solve with guys in the field, no matter where you are. Company Cam brings documentation, communication, and liability protection together in one simple, easy to use app for you and your entire team. Take unlimited photos and videos, share custom reports, create flawless before and afters, and even communicate and share progress with homeowners with galleries and project timelines. All from your smartphone. Company Cam, the only app every landscaper needs. Check it out at companycam.com forward slash green or find it in your app store. The link will also be in today's show notes. Hey friends, Paul here, and I wanted to share with you about our Know Your Numbers e-training. Would you like to improve the performance in your business by understanding the important financial factors for operating a profitable business? Well, in our new e-training, Know Your Numbers, I share the details of how to price jobs, collect money from your customers, and really understand the nitty gritty details to make sure your business is growing its profits. You can get this new e-training at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Again, that's available at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Do you come home ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying, no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. Let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. He once was caught urinating on his client's property. The Garden Club promptly commended him for watering the pansies. Paul Jameson. He is the most interesting lawn man in the world. All right, guys, we are chatting with Tyler. He was uh, smashing them dingers, playing some college baseball. COVID happened and uh, freed up some time. You started picking up more and more accounts. And now here we are in the spring rush and you're banging out about 40, 45 uh, properties a week. So tell us uh, what mowers, uh, power equipment, truck, trailer, give us the whole setup and kind of kind of what's your routine uh, with your solo, solo um, business. All right. So I'll give a shout out to my grandfather here um, for giving me his old truck and 2007, 1500 Chevrolet. And I got, I got told when I was about seven years old, he's like, yeah, that might be your truck one day. If, if you keep being a good kid and everything. And it was always a bittersweet conversation between me and my little brothers that who was going to get the truck. And I just had a feeling I'd end up getting it. I got that truck and was blessed with that. And when I came home, I was, I was rocking with some Toro push mowers last year and, I started um, cutting two or three yards, and then once I got to about mm, 15 yards, I started using my dad's trailer, and had to be a little bit quicker getting stuff in and out of the truck and everything, so I just put a, my push mower on there, and then got upgraded. I bought a X-Mark Pioneer 48-inch 
from Howard Brothers. Shout outs um, to Howard Brothers. They listen to the show. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I love the guys. Um, I met the Howard or the Howard Brothers in Alpharetta. So yeah, Chris put put me on to anybody that knows him from this area. Um, great guy, and everybody up there is just phenomenal. But they um, set me up with the used mower because I didn't have a huge budget to work with, and thankfully, my dad had some some of his uh, weed eaters and edgers. They're pretty much all Echo, and then using a steel blower then had a, a small tiny one i don't even remember what it was i think it was a 340 mm. and then pretty much progressively throughout the year like every time i picked on like five customers it'd be like every two or three weeks i'd end up just well i got some more money i'm making and everything i'm just gonna pick up some more equipment and i, I love the echo equipment and been rocking that um for my weed eaters and trimmers and hedge trimmers and stuff so that's what I've been using. Um, I think I got the most of them. I use the um, I don't know. If it's called a PAS two twenty five. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, um. So last year, I mean, he had the normal. Um, I think it's just SRM two twenty five. That's what my dad had, and I was like, well, you know what? Like, let's use this opportunity. Like, let's save some money, but at the same time, let's. Let's branch out and get my own equipment. I want to move away from daddy's equipment being an 18-year-old. Like, I want to have it. Like, if it's going to be my business, I want to – it's going to be my equipment, too. You can't just live off of dad's the rest of my life. And so I bought some new equipment and ended up buying some stuff off the marketplace, got some a little cheap. And then I got two PAS systems now. Um, one of them I just turned into – it's just a hedge trimmer now. One of them I still use as a weed eater. Um, bought another new weed eater towards the end of last year in the fall. Echo as well. And then just recently, about a week or two ago, bought another edger. Um, Echo as well. And then last fall, I had, when all the leaves started raining down here in Georgia, probably November, I um, had to fork out some money and I got a BR600 still. Which, from going from a little, I think it was a 340, that was a huge upgrade. And not saying it's what you have to have to use equipment wise, you gotta have the big and best stuff. Cause I mean, I started with just a 22 inch push mower. I mean, and then that's all I knew. And I was like, oh, well, all this and that. And then I know you use some Toro Time Masters with your old company. I know oh, yeah. Some of those. Yes, I, sir. Um, I got to, when I got to about 25 yards, I was like, man can't keep doing this anytime i'm not on that zero turn going to a 22 inch mower in bigger backyard can't do it and i was like either i gotta like drop those customers but some of them were like they're paying me a good hourly rate like when i'm going out there charging like it hit my hourly rate per man hour that i was trying to get and then i was like you know i'm, I'm gonna get a, one of those 30 inch mowers and i looked at some x mark ones and looked at that and went in and saw the toro one and then i ended up i was like yeah paul over there he was using them and I know he's cutting a good amount of yards. I'm going to go get one. So I went up and got one from the same guy I was buying some equipment off the marketplace. He has a small equipment store. I went up and got one from him and um, been rocking with that. Still on my trailer now. And then about about two weeks ago, I um, upgraded to a bigger trailer. got a 
I'm trying to think, Superior trailer. It's a double axle, six foot four by fourteen foot trailer, and I got the thirty inch on the front, and and I did get a Gag thirty six um, walk behind on that. I believe it's SWZT. I know some people uh, pro cut lawn care. No, not believing in the uh, walk behinds. If they're going to look into getting one, that's that's one I would definitely think that they should. Um, I've been loving that walk behind since I got it. it. Cuts very well, and so I got those two mowers, the Toro Thirty on there, then the Skag Thirty Six, and my Pioneer on the back. Nice. But pretty much, I I use everything. Um, I've I'm not specific to one brand. I will have to say Echo. I'm very um, heavily believer in there and them. Um, I've loved their equipment and everything. And I keep hearing you mention the, um, 80, 10 on your podcast. Yeah. Well the now 90-10. the, now they have the 90, 10 and yeah, uh, I and haven't used that one yet, but the, the 80, 10 was very powerful. So they, so Howard brothers, I walked up and stopped with them and I mean, they're great dudes. I buy a lot of equipment from them, anything from, weed eater cord, new plates, all that stuff. I, they're, they're my equipment store. When I say I'm going to the equipment store, that's where I'm going. Um, but I, I got I was talking to them, and they said that that blower is just absolutely phenomenal. Um, I mean, I, I'm thinking about I, – I mean, I just want to test them out. I mean, I've, I've never used an Echo blower, so I'd like to do it. Um, they said that or the 70, 770 would be phenomenal. So I think I'm going to – go up there here soon and probably when I want to get a new blower get another one and go up there and um, be rocking a little bit of everything and I mean I'm okay with that I'm, it's one of those things that like I said you don't have to have the most expensive best stuff but it's keeping up with your equipment and doing this and that like the little, it's the little things like I never until I got to rocking all that big equipment and stuff like I just was, oh, cut the put and like pull out the push mower, go cut. Like, and I never really wondered, oh, well, it's not cutting good today. Like, I didn't realize as much into sharpening blades and this and that. Like, if you're, if you're wanting all your yards to look good and be able to price good, you can't have just going out and cutting and making it look, oh, it's all right. I mean, that was, that's been my key for this year is really making the best quality work that I could possibly do to be able to charge the rate that I can and get a higher hourly rate. Yeah. One thing I learned from Brian ring years ago, I was actually at his, they, they would roll three crews a day and in Stillwater, Minnesota, they had really good route density. And then at the end of the day, so all the guys kind of come back at the same time, because if they had like two crews were kind of getting done, they would just go help the final crew and, you know, knock out the last property. And they, so they all get done at the same time and they go back to Brian's headquarters and then the very first thing they do is they take off all the blades from the day and then they put on the new ones because they had like a reservoir you know they had a, like a, a bank of blades so to speak and then they put the fresh new blades on so that when they started every single morning you're cutting with fresh new blades and then you know they would sharpen the blades that were on their mower for the day and then put those back into the stack and so that was a, a positive quality that I watched in real life and then realized you want to start every single day with sharp blades um, because that oh, really yeah. does make a, a huge um, 
difference and, and just making sure your deck's clean. I know, you know, we've been having wet weather here and, and sometimes if things get clogged down, you just want to make sure everything's cleaned out and you got sharp blades and, and then you got a powerful engine behind that. You, you're going to, you're going to make it look better than chucking the truck. Who's just, you know, yeah. mowing with the same mower all week. And then it, it just dull. It's dull. Um, so that's definitely typically like I do have a system somewhat like that. And I cannot remember who I saw it off some guy off Instagram. Uh, Mitchell Gordy. It, it might've been Mitchell Gordy. Um, might've been Alex Kirby over at trifecta. Okay. I can't yeah. remember who exactly it was. It might've been a story. It might not have been a story or a post or something like that, but I saw it. So pretty much with all of my mowers, except for the Toro 30, I have a, um, two to three sets and I kind of rotate it. So with cutting 40 to 45 yards, I've heard the general rule of thumb is give or take about 30 yards. If you cut, you need to swap the blades. So I normally have like with my zero turn, I have three sets of blades on it um, or that I cycle through and normally maybe midweek, depending on how some of my yards have been, um, if I hit a rock or so, I might rotate them earlier. But typically, like, I, I'll put a new set on, go ahead and sharpen them and put them on the shelf. And that's been the key. Like, to some of my blades, like, I might hit a rock and it'll be like, oops, there you go. Like, that blade's toast. And so just having that rather than saying, oh, man, I, I'm, I can't cut for two hours and you got to run up to Howard Brothers and go take your time out of your day to go do that rather than just say, oops, I hit a rock, like, check it out, it's got a dent, run back to the house, grab a blade, fix it, done. And having that prepared out and ready to go, it saved me a lot of time doing that. Um, and then just making sure like things like that are organized. And it was having, um, trying to think of what exactly it is. Uh, I normally use Gator Blades, mm -hmm. uh, Xmark version of them. I know they're technically at Howard Brothers. They're not they're Oregon blades, but they're, I don't know if they're from that, but they're like the Gator mulching kit, same concept. Uh, I mean, they've been phenomenal for me, rotating those through, keeping them sharp constantly has made it with Poana. I, I've come to figure out if any of my yards have it, dull blades do not cut through it at all. So some earlier in the year, I, I was, I was switching my blades on almost all my mowers every two days. Yeah. And being a solo guy, I mean, who, do, who does your fertilization and weed control, Tyler? I personally don't, just because it's a complete different ball field of right. uh, licensing and stuff like that. I mean, I've had some customers ask me, and I'll send some referrals. I had, um, I'm not like endorsed by anybody by any means, but I had um, one guy that worked for True Green that did a few of my customers' yards that was phenomenal. Uh, there was a local company that one of the guys in my neighborhood started using hands down did sprayed the yard. And I told my customer, I was like, I can't cut obviously today went back and went back on Monday when I went to go cut it and hands down the yard was just completely all the poana was dead within two days. And I was like, wow. And yeah. The, the best, the best company, solid green, R Russell Skipper, man. He's, he's all the way out in Monroe, but he's got a, he's got a route up here and coming now, but solid green, Russell Skipper. You can look him up on Instagram. Right. He take care of my, the high end uh, properties in the country club for yeah. years and makes them look flawless. I mean, flawless. So he, he's, he's got really good products and, um, 
you know, solid green Russell Skipper. That way you don't have to worry about cutting weeds next season because the uh, Poe Anya, he puts on something called Spectacle down in September. I think it's September. And then Uh that blocks that from ever even germinating. So where you see all of the other neighbors get it in March, it doesn't even pop up when Russell does your yard. So. Yeah, that was that was my kicker, like, with picking up new customers and everything, and they're like, hey, like, why are my weeds here and everything? We didn't have them last year. And I'm like, well, I wasn't cutting your yard last year, so I can't confirm or deny that thing. But I was like, you just need to call a guy out there. And that it got uh, – I've noticed the, the people that we treat their yards and everything, not only does it make my cut look better, but it's it, – I had with that one guy last year with all, he treated a bunch of my good yards in one neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came to meet him a few times because customers forgot to notify me a few times that they were going out there. And we ended up working that one out by the end of the year. But it, when yards are treated and everything, it's, it's completely different than just your, oh, let's show up. And it's like they're just cutting weeds. Well, friends, I hope you enjoyed part one of my conversation with Tyler. If you're good at math, if there's a part one, yes, there is a part two. And that's coming up on tomorrow's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. Tyler will share more of his lawn care business journey with us. Thank you to today's show sponsors, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. You can look at their link in today's show notes. Just click on that. It'll take you over uh, to their website where you can sign up for a 15-minute consultation, and that's currently free. Uh, Chat with Megan, see if it would be a good fit for your landscape or lawn care business to team up with Gulf Coast Bookkeeping to take care of your bookkeeping needs. I highly recommend them. Also, the GIE Plus Expo that we were talking about, it's going on October 20th through 22nd in Louisville, Kentucky. Mr. Producer is going to put that link in today's show notes. You can click on that, or we also have it at our awesome new website, greenindustrypodcast.com slash GIE. I'll tell you what, I am impressed with what Andrew and Michael are doing over there at the greenindustrypodcast.com. So much going on there. And uh, not only can you sign up for the GIE Expo, you can get some of that fresh new Cut That Grass, Make That Cash merch. Mr. Producer and myself have some and uh, more on the way. It's a lot of fun. Uh, What else is going on over there? We got our e-trainings. You can sign up for our business coaching call and uh, much, much, much more over at greenindustrypodcast.com. But I would recommend uh, getting your GIE plans um, secured sooner than later because uh, the hotels fill up fast and um, you don't want to be staying at the Red Roof Inn or, you know, some raggedy hotel on the outskirts of town. You'd rather be uh, staying. And actually, coming up this Wednesday, Mr. Producer, we're going to do a whole show about the GIE Expo, where to stay, where not to stay, all that fun stuff. So uh, tune in on Wednesday and I'll give you the tips And then if you want to get your registration at 50% off, just use the promo code Paul. So that about buttons it up for this episode. We will have part two with Tyler bright and early tomorrow on the Green Industry Podcast. Thanks for listening, friends, and catch you on the next one. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.
Right. So that's that's pretty much. Yeah, they are. They're they're still ragging me, running, raking me over the coals over this two XL shirt. I'm not not sure what the deal is. Up, oh, hang on, baby. No, just just say, hang on, baby. I got to talk. Hey guys, it's Mr. Producer. I see you're still listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Well, appreciate that. That's pretty cool. Hey, a little power tip for you. The MR Producer checkout code. Anytime you buy something at Green Industry Podcast, like their nice merch that they've just launched, if you haven't checked out the merch, you might want to do that. Just type in MR Producer there at checkout. It saves you 10%. How about that? Okay, baby, let me, I got to, I, I know I got to wrap the show up and I'll be home after a while.